Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Okay, thank you, and welcome to Doing Braille Digitally. This is July 22nd, 2023. I am your facilitator, Nikki. I would like to thank Jeanette for hosting for me. I would like to thank Jane for moderating and broadcasting or connecting us in Clubhouse and also doing the stream for us. Um, And I want to thank all of you for attending and welcome you today. I am Nikki Keck, and you can email me at doingbrailledigitally at gmail.com. If you would like to present on a topic um, concerning Braille uh, in the digital age, you can email me at that address that I just gave. And also, if you have a Braille display that you use and you would like to talk about how great it is and what you can do with it and the various um, things you can do and features and all that, you can also email me and we can work that out. Today, we are going to talk about um, how we use digital Braille and what we enjoy most about doing it and what we enjoy doing um, with our Braille displays or digital Braille. And um, this is a topic we visited uh, last year um, when we first started the call. And I wanted to revisit it because so many things might change in a year And also, we have had new attendees that are here with us that were not here when we first started the call. So I'm thinking we can learn a lot of new things. So be sure to raise your hands if you have something to um, contribute on this topic. First of all, before we do get started with that, I do want to mention that um, something new this week in the digital Braille arena is that um, APH has come out with a new version of the Braille pla- Braille Blaster, if I can talk, Braille translation software, and it is free software. You can get it at APH.org. It is um, very good software, actually. Um, I've used it. I haven't used it in a while because it's just when I'm trying to transfer things to my Braille display, it just takes more time to translate it first. So that's why I use my Brilliant because it has the onboard translation. Um, And that's interesting, too. A friend of mine mentioned this, and I might have to ask Holly um, if she'll come back and talk about this or somebody with the Orbit, because um, I know that the Orbit did not used to have onboard translation, but this friend of mine says that uh, mentioned today on Mastodon that they do now. So that's something that I, I, you know, didn't realize that they have. And uh, that's kind of cool. I like when they have that. So anyway, I will start out by telling you all what I like to do with my Braille display. Um, One thing that I do um, is that I will sometimes use it with my iPhone. If I want to use read Kindle books, I will do that. Although, um, as we talked about two weeks ago, the Kindle app has kind of been a little um, quirky lately and not working as well as it has in the past. So you can't use the turn pages when panning feature as easily. Um, And I sometimes I'll get my mail that way. Um, Not always, but sometimes. I use it every day for work. Um, Full disclosure here, I do work for Vespero as um, 
doing tech support. And there are many times, and this is something I do here as a hobby. So please do not get into anything having to do with the company because I just work there. I don't have anything to do with any decisions. Anyway, that being said, I, I do use it because when I have to read out a, if you ever had JAWS and you've had a a version that has the ILM authorization with the 20-digit authorization code, you know that those are letters and numbers. And I use my Braille display very extensively to read those because it's a lot easier than trying to repeat what speech is telling me. Um, same if I'm repeating a phone number um, or an email address. Um, I also do it if I'm going to use just tandem with somebody and I want to give them the meeting ID because, again, it's so much easier to read that in Braille. Um, sometimes there'll be times that I'll have to uh, talk to my supervisor about something that came in via email, and I'll have to read them part of the email. And of course, when I do that, um, I do that in Braille because um, though I think that there are people that have the skill, and I, you know, for people that don't read Braille as well, like my husband does not read it, it might be helpful to de develop that skill. I don't have the need to, but I know there is a skill you can develop to where you can read aloud using speech and repeat what it says. Um, to me, I would think it's a lot easier using Braille. So um, that's why I read that stuff aloud in Braille. I also am asked to read scriptures at church at times. I read those aloud using my Braille display, my Brilliant, and everybody likes when I do it. I love reading aloud. Um, I have actually done part of the liturgy of our service by doing the same thing. I follow along with the bulletin um, every week at church doing that as well. And I can do responsive readings and I use my Braille display to do those. And I can also, they have the hymn lyrics in there, so I can actually do that. If I sing for karaoke or choir, well, used to be when I was a kid, I would memorize all my song lyrics, but I've gotten lazy over the years. And so now I do put them on my Braille display to read. And it it just makes me less nervous because I don't have to worry about forgetting the words. You know, I might forget a note. I, I mean, I might worry about that, but I don't have to forget worry about forgetting the words to something. So, And last but not least, I love reading books on my Braille display. I absolutely love it. Uh, Lucy Edmonds last year gave um, us all a tip that I have used, and it's really helped me a lot, and that is to reverse your panning buttons and use the left uh, panning button to pan right and the right panning button to pan left. And I'm telling you, I didn't think it would make a difference, but it does because uh, auto scroll just does not work very well for me because honestly, you it doesn't sync as correctly as you would like it to. It doesn't know. Um, it, you can't time when you're going to reach the end of a line because you might want to stop and read something or uh, you know, whatever. And especially if I'm reading a devotional or Bible study book, I mean, those I want to read through kind of slowly. So, um, but I do love reading them. I get Bookshare books from on my Brilliant. I get my NLS board Braille books that way. And I love doing that. Um, it's one of my favorite things to do, especially if I'm reading a Bible devotional book or something, because it's so much easier for me to process when I'm feeling the words on my fingers than just listening to them, because I think it's similar to people who can see. Um, it's um, our way of reading them rather than I think they would have sometimes a harder time when they hear something trying to take it in than seeing it 
So uh, that's what I enjoy doing. And sometimes when I'm reading the Bible with my husband, I will have it open on my Braille display and read it at the same time. So I'm listening and reading and uh, it, it can help me as well. So those are the things I enjoy. Um, now it's your turn. Let's uh, have raised hands in Zoom and Clubhouse so we can all hear about what you enjoy doing with your Braille displays and any comments you have or any kind of digital Braille that you enjoy using. Herbie. So Jeanette, okay. So my form of digital Braille that I use is Braille screen input on the yeah. iPhone. Oh. Yep. Um, I have been though a little bit frustrated. I feel like it's gotten a little bit laggy over the years. And so, uh, I'm starting to play now with the Chanel's Hable one a little bit to see what I think of it. And, um, just need to practice with it more because I just get into the habit of uh, typing on my Mac, of course. So, uh, uh but uh, I do use Braille screen input. Yeah, I have done that as well. When I don't want to pick up a Braille display and I want to type a text message, I did forget about that. I do do that routinely. And um, I'm telling you one thing. I tried to use Embraille one time. I got Embraille. I'm like, oh, I want to get this. It's supposed to be so much better. I couldn't get the hang of it. <laughs> I just couldn't. So I'm, I like good old BSI instead. And yeah, I did not like Embraille either. So. Okay. Anybody uh, who we have next, Jeanette? Jewel. Hi, Jewel. So I have a wide variety of interesting interests that I use Braille for, and I've been finding more and more uses for digital Braille. Um, one thing that I do is reading multiple languages, um, including I'm studying Japanese, and I've been working more on my Spanish um, using my Braille display. Um, and the Japanese, I'm learning through Duolingo because it is coded for voiceover, so it works to put the Japanese Braille code onto my Braille display. So anywhere you see voiceover reading with a different language uh, voice, it will um, translate onto the Braille in the proper code. Um, so that's a very cool thing. Um, yeah, I also, is. I much prefer my knitting patterns in Braille than like audio. Um there's nothing fun about having to rewind 10 seconds and going, nope, that's not the right place. Rewind some more. Nope, not the right place. Having to backtrack because you lost your place in the knitting pattern. Um, with Braille, you can just go, okay, read that line, pause, go back. You know, you can keep your place a little easier. Um, I read a lot more books this way. Um, I don't have to keep track of all the big volumes I have probably about a hundred books in my braille display itself um but that would include like magazines but then in my phone I have over a thousand books in my voice dream reader um that I can connect my braille to if I wanted to um although voice dream also has some quirks with um panning um, yes, to the it next does. Page. I've had trouble with that. Yeah. So Winston that. says the only only good way to do that is to um, swipe to the next page and then it goes back to the last line and it's kind of annoying. So I tend to just keep track of the books I want to read in voice stream and then I'll download it directly to my browser display when I'm ready to actually read it. Yeah. Um. And then let's see your knitting patterns. Also music. Um, I taught myself around music using 
um, some books from Bard. Um, they have several books on Braille music and there's one that is lesson by lesson, which is really useful. Um, teaches you notes and then um, note links and goes into that. And so I've started that and lyrics for songs, like you mentioned, um, and reciting of my own poetry is easier with, with uh, Braille. Um, so I've been doing that as well, uh, reciting my own poetry, like at open mic nights. Um, also, Braille displays are much easier than audiobooks in a loud party environment. So if oh, I'm yes. getting bored, yep, if I'm getting bored in a party, I take out my Braille display. I found that if I take out my knitting, people leave me alone. If I take out my Braille display, people will eventually notice and go, what's that? What are you reading? And yes. it starts a conversation. So it's a conversation starter, um, which I really love because oftentimes I'm reading a book related to the party, um, you know, the, the theme of the party or, you know, what people are that are at the party are interested in. And then it starts up a conversation that is actually related to what we're there for. So at a Christmas party, I might be reading a Christmas cookbook or something. Um, so yeah, lots of fun stuff. Um, and, um, the latest thing I've been doing is reading up on household management and property management, um, and botanicals and like kind of getting ready for a potential job in Florida that I've been learning about and, uh, reading up on writing contract proposals because he's ready for a proposal. So researching for work as well. Yeah. Yeah. I have some books on like good customer service practices that I've been reading, things like that as well, that I'm trying to get better for work. So yeah, I get that. Now I have a few questions for you, Joel, but first I got to say this. The one thing about people wanting to know what your Braille display is like now, like I had this issue a few months ago at church. There, there was somebody had their little tiny grandson was like four years old and they're like, can he touch your Braille display? And so he can feel what it's like. And I'm just like, eh, I don't really want a little kid messing with this Braille display. But then I feel like I'm being territorial. I would love to know what I think of that, actually. I tend to say as long as he goes washes his hands first. Because, you know, Braille displays yeah. have to be kept clean. So yes. that's anybody, not just kids. I just go, yes. as long as you wash your hands first, you can touch it all you want. Um and that gives, you know, that gives them a chance to look at it. But also, you know, I don't have to worry about sticky fingers on my Braille display. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I worry about, you know, because yeah, those dots are expensive. Um, now, knitting yep. patterns. Now, mm -hmm. when I picture a pattern, um, I picture like a picture of something. But um, are they textual? So um, knitting patterns are row by row. And usually what you'll see is if it's in the flat, it'll say row. If it's in the round, it'll say RND. And then they are numbered. So like RND one, round one, it'll say K1, purl to the last one, K1. And that's, you know, if you're knitting the first one, then you're purling the rest of the line into the last stitch. And then you're knitting that last stitch. Um, so it, it's written out usually. Um, oh. Yep. And I've actually learned some pattern design as well. So I've been working on that and it's basically, that's the format is, you know, you write out what you're supposed to do with the line. Um, I see things like parentheses, K1, P1, right parentheses, X 
six or six times. And that's saying K1, P1 back and forth um, for 12 stitches. So yeah, can we get pretty technical, but um, usually it's written out. I've seen some more and more that do more like a chart. So you'll see a line that says K, 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 P, K, 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 P. I don't like those, but more and more you're seeing those like interweave does that. And it's like, okay, I'm going to write it out my way based on what they have written. Yeah, that makes sense. And that real music book um, that you're doing lesson by lesson. I really, I want to try this again. I really want to learn this. I've tried a couple different times. What is that Braille music book that you're using? Um, I believe that is primer to Braille music, but let me look it up, make sure of that. I'll get back to you on that one. I believe it's primer to Braille music, but um, it also has a exercise book that goes with it as well, like extra exercises. Oh, good. Yeah, that's what I need. Okay, well, thank you, Jewel. Very, very, very informative and helpful information. So thank you very much. Uh, Who do we have now? Jane, if we have anybody in Clubhouse, just let me know, okay? Uh, we will let you know. And next is Chanel. Hey, hey. Hello. Well, I, um, so yeah, I guess a lot of my, hasn't changed from last year. I can't believe it's a year since we've done this, but, um, you mentioned reading out loud and I really miss that. I, I do like to do that. Um, I just recently, uh, received the zoom apps about a week ago. And it's when I read the description, it sounded very much like the old, uh, Vario ultra that I, well, I still have it, but the port inside it broke and I never got it fixed, but no, the zoom apps is kind of big and clunky and I'm getting used to it. Although one of its big drawbacks for me is it does not support bookshare. Yes. You can download, BRF files from Bookshare, but you can't, I have tried numerous things to try to get the Daisy books from Bookshare to work and it does not um, do that. So that's, so I'm just kind of, you know, figuring out what works well on my ZoomX, what's better on my Brilliant. Um, Another big drawback of the ZoomX for me is it repeatedly loses my place and, you know, a book that I have decided to download from Bard. So I've learned to set lots of bookmarks. Um, And the Bluetooth wants to repeatedly turn on every time I start the device. uh, So yeah, Um, so I'm still getting used to that, but um, I definitely still do Duolingo um, on, actually with both devices, I've had problems with my Brilliant where the Bluetooth connection is lost really quickly. Um, And it seemed to be better. It seemed to hold its connection better when I was actually in Washington, believe it or not, for some strange reason. Um, The ZoomX connection kind of goes out too sometimes, but it does a better job recovering itself. Um, And yeah, I pretty much, I don't, do I haven't done anything with regular Braille in a long time. So everything I do is digital. I love to read my Duolingo. I use it to proofread anything I write or anything. Um, I use the Braille display to put together and to read the, the abbrevi- an abbreviated version of ACB Presents the Daily Schedule when it's my days to read. So, yeah, I'm not nearly as... Um, 
energetic and uh, what's the word, um, whatever, but is uh, <laughs> some of you, but I, I still definitely love to use my Braille display. Oh yeah. And Braille screen input. And it's e- despite bugs, I just find it's easier to pick up my phone and do the Braille screen input than it is even to find the Hable. And I could, the Hable is a great device, but <clears throat> I just couldn't quite get the feel. I, I, you know, figured out how to use it and all that, but it was just difficult for me to type on. I, I don't know. Mm. Um, and yeah, I agree. M Braille, it had all these features, but it's not as good as just the Braille screen input. And yeah, I, I think Braille screen input is way better than M Braille. So, yeah. So here's a question. When you do a text message, for example, mm-hmm. do you use most often your Braille display, BSI or dictation? BSI. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, I, unless my Braille display is already connected, unless I'm already using right, it, it's yeah. funny it's because connected. That's different. I tell Herbie that, um, you know, he really doesn't want to send me text <laughs> messages while I'm doing Duolingo because that's when I catch all these misspellings and incorrect word usages and because <laughs> I have the Braille <laughs> display out. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, but n- no, I always reach for the BSI. Um, Dictation and I've never I I I seldom do that on occasion, but then half the time you have to fix what it is anyway. So I might yeah. as well just use BSI. So yeah. Yeah. That's what I do too. Okay. Yep. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. Do we who do we have next, Jeanette? Desi. Hi, Desi. Hi, Nikki and Jeanette and everybody. Um, I'm so glad to be able to be here today. Sometimes uh sometimes the timing in whatever time zone I'm in hasn't worked out. And I always hate it when I have to miss one of these. But um I I use I use a lot of digital braille. I'm very envious of those of you who use braille screen input because I just I mean I think I'm in general pretty coordinated and stuff with other areas of my life, but I have just never been able to get my finger placement right doing braille screen input so um i don't do as much with my phone regarding digital braille because i don't really want to have to worry um my i have two braille displays right now the the one is my braille sense 6 mini and the other one is um my mantis but I I generally don't want to take the time to connect them to my phone uh, because for me, the phone is such a portable thing. And I don't, yeah. you know, in, in both cases, having an extra thing along with it um, isn't that um, pleasing to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, but I... Um, but I have really been considering the Hable one because I like the idea that it's really small and that I could keep it in a pocket and whip it out when I wanted to do a text message or something. I use a Bluetooth keyboard, an, an Apple Magic small, you know, Bluetooth keyboard for my phone. Um, 
but again, it's not always where I am, but I'm, I'm assuming that I could just stick the Hable in my pocket and, you know, and have it around with me, which would be ideal. Um, I love to read books on my Braille Sense 6 Mini, and um, I, I love to use it for uh, my cookbooks, for my recipes. Um, yeah, I just don't, cannot imagine what I would do without digital braille um i know there are probably a ton of other things that i use it for too i'm going to be getting a zoom max display within the next few days i believe um now that i moved to tennessee they um they just were getting that set up for me so um i'll see what i think about that but um yeah i i just i love the varied ways that people use digital braille i also love to read aloud and um and so this might sound a little bit weird but since i live completely by myself sometimes i will just read through some things out loud so that i keep in good practice so that when i have the opportunity to do that um you know i i feel like it hasn't been forever since i did it the last time um and yeah so that's that's pretty much my story, and thanks for letting me share. Well, Desi, if whenever you can be here and be sure that you can be here, we would love to have you talk about the Braille Sense Six because we haven't had anybody to talk about that one yet, and it can do a lot of things. So it, it can, you. and maybe I'll have to try hooking it up to my phone just so I can have had that experience too. But thanks, yeah. yeah. But I'll even the standalone things, it's, it's interesting yeah. what it can do, and I'm interested. You know, I think it'd be interesting to hear about. So yeah, yeah, yeah. To get I love it. Me to do that, I love it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, thanks. And I have the larger know, one as well, so maybe yeah, Jesse and I could coordinate. Yeah, maybe. I bet we could. That would be good. Yeah. And uh, and uh, Desi Jeanette is going to be talking about the Zoom Max at the end of uh, or the beginning. Of yes, September. I heard that as I was so just coming in, and I thought, to... "Oh, good, <laughs> somebody can give me some tips." <laughs> yeah, and I thought about doing this. Now I know we have these on the podcast and everything, but people can't always ask questions on podcasts. Right. And I not to put him on the spot, but I thought about having Herbie asking him if he would be willing to come back to us and talk do a little bit of a refresher you know the braille screen input stuff and maybe any updates that have changed since he did it last year with the ios new version uh in 16 and and that kind of thing so yeah Herbie, you'll have to think about that one i don't want to put you on the spot but there you go okay and next we have doc right hey doc there we go. I just got back into reading Braille about seven years ago. And, it, and I had applied with NFBs, or actually their Colorado Center for the Blinds uh, technology grant to get a Braille edge at that time. And then out of curiosity, in the midst of all the COVID, excitement i tried out the orbit reader 20 without the plus and it lasted me a good year and a half before i had a 
dot decided that it didn't want to work when it was time to work. It stood up nice and proud when you turned it on and it went and everything stood at attention, it was there. But when it was time to read, it disappeared. And then at the beginning of this year, I found a surprise at my front door and that being the humanware e-reader. And I use that more than anything now, but I got back into Braille mainly because as much as I loved my audio, I was finding that my memory of words and how they were spelled was getting to be rather horrible. And since I do a lot of teaching, specifically where the Bible is concerned, I needed to fix that. And then suddenly a year or so ago, I started doing reading for others, reading out loud. And I'm one of those who, even before losing my sight, somehow managed to get all the way through school without having to read aloud at all. So this has been a new wrestling factor for me as this reading aloud. I'm, I find that from a year ago to now, I've definitely have picked up some some little tips that will that will help me read more concisely without a lot of breaks. But I'm pushing to make that better. But I find that I prefer the digital braille as opposed to a book, because for some strange reason that I cannot explain, a Braille book makes me feel trapped. Like mm -hmm. I can't do anything else but sit there and read that book. Or I don't get that same feeling from the digital Braille. And here, as of, a, I'm in a week now that I've started finally using the e-reader with my phone. And I use it just like I always use my Bluetooth keyboard. And I'm one of those who, unless I really have to, I don't ever touch my phone. I use the keyboard for everything and I'm trying to train the e-reader to, to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Cool, well, you know, I don't know how you made it through school without ever needing to read aloud because I had to do it enough and uh, I even had to do oral book reports and everything. Um, but I feel the same way. I don't like Braille books because they're just so big and clunky. And I feel like um, it's a, it's a, um, uh, what's the word I want? It's difficult, I guess, is the word I, you know, one word I could use. It's a pain to try and keep them on your lap sometimes <laughs> especially the bigger ones i did so, mine most of my reading on the bus in between going places but i couldn't too. do it at home yeah well i do enjoy my braille display i'm glad you got that e-reader i don't know what pennsylvania is going to get but uh um we're supposedly we're next in line but i don't know what it's going to yeah, be hopefully they'll be nicer to you than they have been to virginia yeah. Virginia, the ones I've known who got who got the NL, NLS e-reader, e 
just got the e-reader, a USB to USB-C cable, and there's little quick notes, um, two-page braille. Whereas I got this big old box that had a case for the e-reader. It had a little USB card for the cartridges. It had this tremendously large book. That's a, that was the user's guide. And it had two little um, two little green cases that had cartridges in it that gave more books that you can have on the side. But my biggest thing that I'm noticing about having the e-reader is that I've been in, reintroduced to NFB Newsline, which has afforded me the ability to read our local newspaper. And Shul, I just want you to know it's a little after 1.30 and you have six hands. Okay. Well, thank you, Doc. And we'll come back to that if we can, because I had something I wanted mm -hmm. to say about it. But let's move right. on to our next hand. Dan? Uh, can you hear me? Yes. yes. Okay. I was having, I hope my jaws didn't come through a few minutes ago. I was having major issues yeah. with Zoom. Okay, good. I, I guess I was muted when that happened. Okay. Um, I, I would say I agree with all the other people what they use Braille for. You know, like you, Nikki, I use it in church, but I'm an accessibility tester and I'm educating people at work about the importance of Braille. So um, I have the Braille viewer turned on with JAWS. So when I'm using my Mantis and making Zoom videos of accessibility testing, people can see uh, what Braille dots are up on the screen. Oh, okay. And I can point out when something works with Braille or not, uh, with speech and not with Braille. Um, I've also tested a couple NVDA add-ons uh, to add additional functionality, and I didn't get them to work very well. It's a whole other story. And I occasionally use the uh, ALS e-reader humanware model, but the um, there are some bugs in the software. I can't change menu configurations, and I reported them to uh, the Utah Library. We got it. They so they've been reporting things to NLS, but NLS hadn't fixed uh, hadn't fixed the issue. Um, when I got my e-reader, it was already in the case, and uh, it's the same case the Brilliant ha has. But uh, I, I like it. I don't take it around though. I take my Brilliant if I have to go to places, so I can read Microsoft Word and things like that, and. Uh, I think that's about all I have to add. I can't think. I can't think of anything else. Okay. Well, thank you, Dan. That's yeah. That accessibility testing is a really cool thing that you're doing that with. So, yeah, cool. Uh, did Did my hand get lowered? Otherwise, I'll lower. Yes, it did. Okay, great. I'll just go back on mute. Thanks. Okay. Thank you. All right. Who do we have next? Diane H. Hello, everybody. Hi. I, I read uh, a lot of Braille books. Oh, definitely a lot of Braille books. I, cause I have a brilliant um, 
40 and then I have a um the uh, the e-reader and the e-reader I can you know if I want to um lie in bed I can have this pillow set up so I can put it on a pillow if I get tired and it won't fall on the floor so that it'll stay there so that way it won't get damaged um and then directions oh yes definitely read uh directions in braille and uh um when i'm making a major purchase on the internet um then want to read braille to do that so that um don't do anything wrong and or buy something that oops i didn't want to buy that sorry <laughs> so um and I like to read aloud too. practice. It just, it's, it's a good practice. So I, I do that. And, uh, and let's see. I think that's about it. Um, Desi, you will like the one reason I love the, um, Hable one for doing passwords. That way nobody ever has to hear my password. If I'm in an environment, uh, where I can't, put on headphones uh, you know then nobody if you're doing something nobody has to hear your password and it does fit i have a very small purse and my phone fits in it the Hable one fits in it i can just reach in there and activate my phone with the Hable one and they're both still in the purse but i can use them that way and then i don't even have to take out my phone i can activate it put in my password and Braille away, you know, just do whatever I want to on my phone with both of them in my purse, just using the Hable one. Um, so that's really cool. And, uh, yeah, for passwords, it's, it's really, really neat. Just that way. No, like I said, nobody has to hear them. And because if you're in an environment where you can't put on, um, earbuds or anything, um, cause I was in an environment one time where I had to hear, what people were saying but i was also on my phone texting my sister because she was a, at another appointment so worked really well with the Hable one and uh, my phone just did it that way oh all right great so thank you for telling us about that diane oh you're welcome hey who do we have deborah next? deborah Hi there. I, I've got a, a, a question and a couple of comments. First of all, my, my comments is that I certainly agree with, uh, with, with Doc about reading from a digital uh, Braille display because you can, I mean, you can close, uh, close your book and then go to um, read something else that you might have or check on something or, or uh, if you have it hooked to your phone, of course, that is, is helpful. Um, I find it difficult sometimes to read uh, hard copy Braille books because it sounds like an awful excuse, but my arms are too short. <laughs> so when I, so when I, you, but at the present time, I am reading um, a hard copy book because um, I like to still be able to do that just in case um, I might, for whatever reason, have to do without uh, my braille display like right now I'm using an old um, 
Braille sense for my Braille books and things like that. Um, but uh, what's happened uh, is I've had trouble with my computer downloading uh, my Braille books. So uh, fortunately, I can fall back on a couple of uh, hard copy books. But boy, oh boy, do my muscles ever hurt after um, trying to strain to read uh, a hard copy book for any length of time. But my question is, what is the Zoomax? Is that's? It sounds like it is a Braille display, is it? So the NLS um, has two different Braille displays that they're giving out. And they're coming to each state, you know, in a certain order. And uh, some of them, a lot of them have it already, but some don't. Some um, states, for some reason, are getting the NLS e-reader that is made by Humanware. And other states are getting the Zoomax, which is an alternative um, e-reader that NLS is um, distributing. Well, that sounds interesting. We we in Canada we don't uh, we don't have the uh, yeah that's right you don't have but right I mean my Braille sense is uh, is really is is good for what I'm uh, what I'm using it for so but thanks for answering the question there no problem no problem Deborah thank you okay who is next and next we have someone who is just listed as iPhone so if you could unmute and tell us who you are. It's and also somebody's jaws or screen reader is talking. Okay. Thank you. So now go ahead, the person listening. Hello. Yes. What is your name? Denise. Hi, Denise. Hi. Um, uh, let's see. I have um, some comments. First of all, is uh, I have the e-reader. Uh, from Humanware, and I absolutely love it. I am in, enjoying it so much. Um, I, I don't even know how many books I have downloaded on there. And um, one of the things I have downloaded is the King James Version of the Bible. And I always wanted that in Braille, and I just did not have room. For it. Um, I have the um, NIV from Lutheran Braille workers, but I wanted the KJV and I did not did not have room for it. So at least now I have it and it's wonderful. And not only is it the Bible, but it has a lot of uh, um, commentary in it, background information um, about it that I'm enjoying reading. So it's, it's just wonderful. I would definitely recommend it uh, for anyone that wants the King James. And the other version of the Bible that's available is the revised standard version i'm sure that's that's very good as well um i uh, use my e-reader with my iphone so i'm using the braille display function of that and enjoying it i i have read um information from my iphone uh, messages email um when the braille institute puts out their catalog of classes, which they're going to do again in another couple of weeks, I will be reading that with my Braille display, with the iPhone as a Braille display. I looked into the Table 1 
Um, and it, it seemed very confusing to me to, to um, have you do one thing and then to reverse um, another way. And it seemed very confusing and I decided not to go any further with that. Um, I did buy an Orbit writer, which I will be receiving hopefully in the next month or two. And I'm really looking forward to trying that and seeing how that works with the uh, iPhone. Sounds great. Thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate it, Denise. Thank you. Okay. Who's next? Uh, next is Chanel. Ah, Chanel. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't realize you'd be back to me already. I thought we had more people. Um, I just wanted to confirm that, yeah, with Zoom apps, I barely, like, it's great that Doc got all this stuff with the humanware. With the Zoom apps, we did literally just have, um, maybe it was like three pages of Braille. And then, yeah, the USB cord, um, a lanyard, which I can never figure out how to put on a lanyard, especially when it doesn't have a case. Um and yeah, then the USB-A cable, which has a cartridge thingy at the end, or a cartridge opener or thingy, which is not useful for me because I don't really do with the cartridges. So um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. all. Okay, thank you, Chanel. Okay, so who do we have next? And our next hand is Jewel. Hi, Jewel. I was just doing the follow-up to let you know about that book. Okay. Um, the book is Primer of Braille Music. It is by okay. Edward W. Jenkins, J-E-N-K-I-N-S. Okay. Okay. And he also has easy reading exercises and a Braille music chart, all available from the Ooh. Braille Music Collection on Bard. Um, note that you cannot download directly to the e-reader from the Braille Music yeah. Collection. Add it to your wish list and then download it from your wish list on your Braille display on your e-reader. So okay. that's the way to get the music collection onto your Braille display. Okay. Yeah. Thank mm -hmm. you for that tip because I wasn't sure how you could do it because I know that it does not show up when you search for yeah, it. Yeah. So. so just do it. Add to wish list in the Bard uh, mobile app or on the website or Bard Express and then you can download it directly from your wish list. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Okay, do we have any more hands, Jeanette? Um, hang on, we do actually. Okay. Scott. Oh, Scott, hi. All right, yes, I've, well, I've had the Mantis now for probably about two and a half years and uh, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. It's, it's been, I've had good service from it, no problems with the cells. Uh, my, uh, I use it a lot for note taking, uh, writing things down, and document managing documents, and and reading documents, writing you know editing documents, and uh, uh, looking things up in, in documents, and also uh, file management. Yeah, there there, and the beauty of it is uh, you can use it to manage or you know copy, cut, paste delete any kind of file it doesn't have to be a document file it could be audio because it'll i mean you can manage any types of files with it you know if you're going to send it to a something to a thumb drive or 
take something off a thumb drive. It doesn't necessarily have to be a, if you're just going to delete a file or move a file, it doesn't have to, it could be anything. And uh, I've also used it on occasion to figure out, to find out what something is in UEBs. The beauty of the QWERTY keyboard is you can just type on it and get UEB translation of any symbol that whatever you type on the keyboard. And I've used it occasionally to read a book, uh, and I use it uh, sometimes to, uh, to uh, when I connect to a computer, not, a, not, had, not extensively with the iPhone, but with my, one of my little PCs that, didn't, that came with a real tiny built-in keyboard, which isn't very practical for a blind person to type, to type on, I don't think. So the Mantis came in handy for that even even the initial setup, I was able to use it as a as a keyboard only Neat. to launch Narrator and get it because I, I use it with USB. So I just plugged it yeah. into the computer to set it up and, and then I launched uh, Narrator to set it up and then got JAWS installed and then got Braille going. So it has definitely been a multi-purpose device all around. Wow, so that's oh, thank all you very have. much. That's great. And I occasionally use it for the with the uh, Perkins mode, the what they call Braille keyboard mode for six six dot six key entry. Whenever I want to type in my own code, such as a, I've, I've oh, got my own okay. grocery code that I when I type a grocery list, I just yeah. use that. It's okay, kind of a combination. It's probably a combination of maybe grade three, one well, of my own, but my own words, uh, common groceries. I've just come up with my own symbols for those two cell or three, five cell symbols for between one or two items. And then, but, and so that comes in handy for that too. Yeah. I've done that. Like I do that with the VRF editor in on the brilliant. I oh, forgot yeah. to mention I do. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, if I want to, the since I, they put it I, on there. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to use the regular um, editor because it will translate it. But if you know, use the BRF, it won't. So it's good. I like it that way. So. Well, and that's pretty much all I have. Two Thank more you, hands and just under okay. ten minutes. Okay, who is next? Lynn. Ah, Lynn. Hi. Hi there. Can you hear me? Okay. Yep. Yes. Good. Okay, so I'm going to be quick because I know we don't have a whole lot of time. But I wanted to say that um, I have a mantis and I had taken a, braille for, a break from Braille for quite a while, but I found that I was starting to have activities where I needed to look at notes. Um, like I'm in, I'm in several podcasts now where I do news, um, I do news, you know, summaries. And I noticed I really, that you were in, I noticed when you were in, so yeah. Yeah. So I need to have notes and I think as I get older, my hearing isn't as good. And, you know, the skill you were talking about where people can listen to their audio, you know, from their screen reader and repeat it back. No, <laughs> no, my, I, my hearing, I, know, I don't know that I was ever great at that, but my hearing now is, is not as good or either that or my attention span or something as I get older I just can't that just doesn't work and so what I used to do is I used to write stuff down on my slate and stylus I don't have a Perkins brailler 
but now I use my, you know, my, my mantis and I can, I find that I can just do more things than I used to be able to do. Like I'm able to actually read out loud or look at my notes or, you know, that, that is just amazing. And, um, yeah, it is. And, and I think Doc, Doc was talking about um, the idea of the, not being able to spell well. And that is something that I have noticed as I read Braille, that it, there were so many things that I just never knew how to spell. And now yeah. I'm just better at that, you know? So, um, and I also think if you're like reading something that where you want to learn something, there's something about looking at, seeing it on a Braille display. I find that yep. I memorize it better. Because yep. sometimes yep. when I'm listening to speech, it's like this, like just this constant, like, I don't know, barrage of noise in my ears. Yeah, and it's just, yes. And whereas if I'm looking at something on a brow display, I'm actually sort of cementing it in my memory better because I have a, like sort of a picture, a memory picture of things. Yeah. Yep. And um, I, I, so I am, when I bought my mantis, I was like, oh, I should not have done that. Like. I went through this buyer's remorse like crazy, but now I have no regrets. Good. I'll be paying on that's it until great. I die, but I have no regrets. <laughs> well, that's great. <laughs> that is so great. And awesome. yeah, and I, I love that's your call. Why, thank you. That's why I like to do my Bible study books that way because it cements my memory of yeah, what I'm right. reading. So, yep. Awesome. Okay. Cool beans. Uh-huh. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Who is our last hand, um, our Jeanette? Last hand is Denise. Hi, Denise. Denise, you're still muted. Um, If you're on your computer, it's all day. If you're on your iPhone, it's in the left-hand corner. If I'm if you're on your phone, it's star six. You're on your Mac. It's Were you talking shift. to me? This yes, is Denise. Denise. Okay, I had spoken earlier. Is my hand still up? Uh, it was. You must have raised it again because no, I lowered I, it earlier. No, I can lower I it not. again. If, if I'm sorry. Okay, that's okay. All taken care of. Okay, well, you know what? We're going to, at this time, because it's 1.54 anyway, uh, we are just going to have Dorling go over all of the Braille um, things coming up, and she'll just have more time to do that. And we'll just, uh, you can speak slowly today, Dorling, so go ahead. Okay, that sounds good. Thanks, Nikki. This was uh, fun to listen to. I'm inspired to do more with digital Braille. Um, so tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern, our weekend Braille Together is going to be base Braille ball. We're halfway through the season, so come jump on a team. We've got pitches for everyone, whether you're expert or new to it. We have a really good time, so I hope people can join us. Then tomorrow, Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern, we have our Braille breakout rooms where you can come and work on anything Braille related. We actually had some folks come and troubleshoot the new e-readers that are going out. So if you are someone who knows it well and want to come help people with that, uh, we'd love to have you stop by for that or anything Braille related, really. Then Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, we have Deciphering Dots. 
We are going through the book, Let's Have a Sleepover, that's available on BARD. If you want to download it, we're reading through line by line and helping those who, of us who are newer to Braille just read the code. So um, that's Monday at 8 p.m. Tuesday, we're back at 6 p.m. Eastern for more of those Braille breakout rooms. I have nothing on my Braille calendar for next Wednesday, but then Thursday at noon Eastern, there is I Love Braille. This is the fourth Thursday of the month, so it's Braille fun. Terry Nettles is going to be leading folks in making some Braille drawings. Then at 3 p.m. Eastern on Thursday, the Vispero presentation this week is actually about Braille and how to customize your Braille flash messages and your um, status cells on your Braille display. So that'll be great. Then at 9 p.m. Eastern, there is grade three Braille. Of course, if you're not uh, currently taking that course with them, you've got a lot of catching up to do on YouTube. And that is grade three, the number three Braille on YouTube if you want to check them out. Nothing on my Braille calendar for next Friday. Then Saturday, we'll be back for weekend Braille together. And we're going to be having some fun with words. And we'll talk about the words that are you know, fun things that words people have come across that have delighted them or words that trip you up. We'll also talk about words that can be really contracted once you start using contractions. So if you know some long words that get really short once you bring contractions in, come and bring those. We'll have a good time. Uh, that's it for this next week in Braille. And then a week after that, we'll be back here 1 p.m. Eastern for more doing Braille digitally. So back to you, Nikki. Okay, thank you very much, Dorlin. And I am so disappointed because I am hosting for you tonight. <laughs> <gasps> no, oh, we have to torture you again. It's okay, you can be my uh, my umpire. Okay, okay, <laughs> I can be your umpire. There you go. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> there you go. And um, I love hosting for her, by the way. I just also like to play on the on the on the real. I loved playing on the real baseball team too. So uh, both are good in their own little way. So yeah, come join us for that tonight. Um, it's a really good time. And um, uh, the last time uh, I did it uh, with her, we did Braille uh, trivia, and one of my favorite questions was um, this Disney question, and it was. Uh, that you filled in the Braille and it was, you've got a friend in Braille. And I, that's what I like. You got a friend in Braille. <laughs> Braille is my friend. So there you go. Anyway, guys, um, you uh, thank you for attending today and uh, for coming. And we will be back in two weeks. I'm not quite sure what we're going to have yet, but um, be looking at the schedule because it will be listed. I always try to list the description. Remember to email me at doingbrailledigitally at gmail.com. Uh, if you have an idea or a presentation that you would like to do or just to get in touch. And uh, that'll be about it for today. 